Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Shalom Yimini. Each week, we will look into the weekly Torah portion to find inspiration that will complement your daily life and intensify your connection to God. This week's Parsha Perspective is sponsored in memory of Edward ben Sarah and Shlomo ben Edward. May their souls be uplifted and their memories a blessing. This week's Parsha Perspective is also dedicated in honor of the Cohen family. May Hashem bless them with much health, success, and happiness. This Shabbos is known as Shabbos Nachamu, the Shabbos of comforting. This name is for this week's Haftarah, which is the first of seven, where God comforts us for our pain and suffering. Yeshayahu reassures us that Hashem has not forgotten us, as He says in the beginning of this week's Haftarah, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, Yoimer, Elekechem. Comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. May we experience this comfort, reassurance, and the ultimate redemption speedily in our days. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Veschanan. Our Parsha begins with Moshe continuing his final address to the Jewish nation. He recounts how he begged Hashem to let him enter the land of Israel, but how Hashem refused his request. Instead, he was instructed to climb a mountain where he would see the land from afar. Moshe implores the Jewish people to cherish the Torah and value its wisdom. He reminds them that they are God's chosen people and the only nation that he revealed himself to. Moshe then repeats the Ten Commandments, the Aser Sedibras, to emphasize that Hashem's covenant with us at Har Sinai is applicable for all of time. However, a question comes to mind. At the beginning of the third Aliyah, Moshe sets aside three towns by the Yadin River as Ari Miklat, cities of refuge. As the Pasuk writes, Oz Yavdil Moshe Shalish Arm Hayardin Mizracha Hashemesh. Then Moshe separated three cities on the side of the Yadin River facing the sunrise. Lanu Shama Ritzeach, Ashiyir Tzaches Re'eyu, Bevelidas, Vuhuloi Seneloi Met Mel Shulshaim, Venasal Achas Menha Arma Ela, Vachai. For a person who has unintentionally killed someone that he did not hate, he can escape to one of these cities and be left alone to live. But why did the Torah write in present tense that Moshe set aside these cities of refuge when he already did so a few weeks ago in Parshas Mase? Furthermore, right before mentioning that Moshe set up these cities of refuge, the Pasuk continues Moshe's speech. And in this speech he reminded them that they are God's chosen people and the only nation that he revealed himself to. What is the connection between cities of refuge and being God's chosen nation? Vakliyakar on this Pasuk gives a powerful explanation. He explains that although Moshe Rabbeinu recounted at the beginning of the Parsha how he was told by God not to ask any more about entering the land of Israel, he still wanted to set up the Jewish people for success. He began by reminding the Jewish people how unique and special they truly are. They are a nation that God chose from amongst all other nations of the world. And we are the only people that God revealed Himself to. This uniqueness applies even if we sin and try to distance ourselves from God. Which is why Moshe establishes three cities of refuge even though they did not have any jurisdiction. For it was only when all the cities of refuge were created did they begin to have the power to save a person's life. Moshe wanted to start the process of settling the land despite knowing that he will not merit to live in Israel. The Kliyoka continues that we see the same idea by David Melech and his son Shlomo HaMelech. Hashem told David 
that he would not build the Beis Hamikdash since he was involved in many wars. But that did not stop David Melech from amassing and collecting all that was necessary for the construction of the Beis Hamikdash. David Melech recognized that although it was his dream to build the Beis Hamikdash, it would be his son Shlomo who would fulfill that vision. But the Beis Hamikdash would always be his legacy. There is a famous story of a man who was once traveling to a far city. And during his journey, he witnessed an interesting sight. He saw an elderly person planting a tree. He stopped his caravan and asked the elderly gentleman, What are you planting? The man replied, I am planting a date tree. The traveler was amazed, as it was common knowledge that it takes a date tree up to 70 years to produce fruit. The traveler asked if he really expected to live long enough to consume the fruits of his labor. The elderly gentleman replied, I was born into a world flourishing with ready pleasures because my parents and grandparents had the foresight to plant for the next generation, and now I plant for my descendants. In our daily life, it is imperative that we recognize that many of the actions that we do each day is the foundation for long-term success. Whether our goal is to be financially stable or to create a family, it requires a long-term vision with short-term drive. For it is how we conduct ourselves each and every day that will determine the results in the future. There is an amazing quote that I once heard. Do not judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.